0: This is a week that I wish could go on forever because I love learning about these Eucharistic miracles, especially where science intersects faith. And here with one last Eucharistic miracle for us on the Daily Dose of Encouragement this week is Patty Schneier.
1: Well, there's so many miracles to look up, and I actually want to combine two miracles in one here because they're similar. There are two very recent miracles. The first one is in Tixla, Mexico. happened in 2006. October 21st, 2006, at St. Martin of Tours Parish. It was during a retreat. First parishioners, Father Leopoldo, and another priest were just distributing communion, and they were assisted by a religious sister. The sister turned toward the priest with the pics, looking at Father with tears in her eyes as the host she had taken to give to a lady parishioner had begun to effuse a reddish substance. The bishop convened a theological commission between 2009 and 2012, which reported number one, the redis substance analyzed corresponds to blood in which there are hemoglobin and DNA of human origin. Number two, studies by two different forensics experts have shown that the blood originates from the interior, excluding the hypothesis that someone could have just placed it on the exterior of the host. Number three, The blood type is AB. We've seen it before. Number four, the underlying internal layers reveal in February 2010 the presence of fresh blood. Number five, white blood cells were found in the tissue, which is heart tissue, and the tissue is lacerated. Once again, human DNA was found, and usually when human DNA is present, the genetic profile can be automatically obtained. Interestingly, this is I find fascinating, in all of the studies performed on the images of blood or in the consecrated hosts that have blood, the presence of DNA was found. But when the work of sequencing to extract the genetic profile was done, they were never able to obtain it. Here is where science halts, but where theology takes over. Jesus does not have a biological father. His father is the Holy Spirit. Hence, it is not possible to obtain his genetic profile. Wow. When I read that, I just literally said, bam, it's so incredible, the seamless truth of our faith. I just find that just incredible. Finally, I have to talk about the Eucharistic miracle of Legnica, Poland in 2013. Again, we got to go to all these places around the world. Very similar to the miracle in Buenos Aires. A host was accidentally fell to the ground during the distribution of communion. It was placed in a container with water closed in the tabernacle. After two weeks, the host had not dissolved and a red spot had appeared. Over time, the stain changed color from deep red to brown, and then the sample was taken to scientists who found DNA, and in their report, they said, it's similar to heart muscle with alterations that often appear during agony. These results are all similar to the results of Lanciano in 750 AD, Buenos Aires in 1996, and Tixla in 2006 in Mexico. Over time, over continents, over numerous tests, they all reveal the same. Our Lord is present in the Eucharist. He is alive. He's giving us his beaten body and his pierced heart. So let's start talking about science and the Eucharist with our family members, with friends, and give yet another reason why we love our Catholic faith.
0: Patty, this has been just an incredible week here on The Daily Dose of Encouragement. And if you would like to share the stories of these miracles, these true stories with someone, by all means, share The Daily Dose of Encouragement podcast with them on their favorite podcast player or by visiting OurCatholicRadio.org. We look forward to next week.